Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I am your host, Marla Martinson. I am a mystical matchmaker, life coach, intuitive reader, energy healer, author, and Gemini. So it seems like Geminis do a lot of things. We, we just can't get enough of everything. I'll never have enough years in my life to do all the things that interest me. And another thing that I love are angels and I've done a lot of work with angels and channeling angels and connecting with angels and what a better topic than to have at Christmas time in this beautiful holiday season and especially if you're somewhere that's cold I was out walking in in the everything was frozen this morning the the grass was crunching and there were icicles and um, I'm up in Seattle now and and uh, it's just really beautiful and magical and and um you know, it's like everything is sleeping right now and just frozen in magic and uh, getting like it's working on the magic to blossom in the spring. And so I love that. And so I have a fabulous guest today. Her name is Corinne Grillo. And uh, she was on my uh, YouTube show, I think 2019, talking about her um, last book, but she has a new book called Angel Wealth Magic, and I'm reading it. It is so good, you guys. And she, Corinne is a licensed psychotherapist, international best-selling author, speaker, healer, retreat leader, and founder of the Angel Alchemy Academy. And she's going to tell us uh, her story and what this book is about and how we can manifest with the angels. She had a mind-blowing miracle from the angels that saved her life and cured her of lifelong depression, awakened her spiritual gifts, and now uh, even helping her become abundant and have wealth in her life. So she teaches all of this, and I am excited to bring, bring her on. Hello, Corinne. How are you doing? Hey, Marla. It's so great to be back. Yes, I was so excited when I found out you have a new book and that you're going to talk to everybody about it, and um, it's just exciting. So let's dive right into it. Um, share with people, you know, a little bit about your story, um, and then we'll get into this wealth, angel wealth magic. Right. Well, great. Yes. Well, um, I can see, uh, you know, I, I didn't always believe fully in angels. I always kind of maybe thought it's a possibility, but uh, that miracle that you witnessed, it, it happened, or, or that you spoke of earlier that I talk about in my um, first book, is uh, it, it, it was so earth-shattering, and it happened at a time where I was uh, really struggling emotionally, and uh, and so it was really that moment, that miracle that happened about, oh, I don't know, 11 years ago, that essentially still kept me on a tra- trajectory to where I am today. 
So it was it was that extraordinary. <laughs> I still well, are you gonna are you gonna share it? Are you gonna share what that was with everybody? Uh, sure. Um, well, you know, I was in, and still am. I'm a therapist, and I was you know on my way to a um, on my way to a client's house, and uh, a few days before I had had an angel reading that my friend bought me. She didn't know I was struggling, but she bought me this angel reading, and I was like, okay, whatever, I'll go check it out. And it was so mind-blowing. And the lady at the end of the session said, hey, talk to the angels as if they're real. There's really something that they want to, you know, they want to show you how real they are. So I, I did it. You know, I, I decided to talk to the angels, and I started seeing all these synchronicities and, you know, trucks with you know, angel wings driving by called angel laundry service right after I asked if angels are real and are you really there? Um, so little sweet things like that. But the miracle that I'm talking about was when I was driving on my, uh, on my way to a client's house and, and it was one of the, um, one of the barrios or the, the, um, the lower income neighborhoods in uh, Los Angeles and um, a bird about pigeon size uh, jump, uh, fell down directly from the sky and landed uh, right in front of my car. And I just was like, what the, what the heck is going on here? So I drive around and I, I slowly pass by the bird and I see that it has a broken wing um, and it is kind of scooting around trying to get itself up. So I, you know, my heart exploded and I had been working with the angels for a couple of days and, and uh, my heart was already lightened and, and better. So I decided to pray for the bird because I didn't know anything about birds and I don't know anything about rescue birds. Plus I was going to be late to my client's house. So I just asked the angels to take the bird out of its suffering and kept sending it good juice as I drove around it. And I kept sending it good juice as I watched it from my rearview mirror but then I noticed as I watched in my rearview mirror that the bird itself started to um, kind of vibrate a little bit on the ground. It started doing some weird stuff. So I stopped the car and I kept watching and I turned my head. And as I watched the bird, a small uh, bird from the bo- bigger body of that bird, a small bird jumped up from the body of the bird, flew away, then a second jumped up from the body of the bird and flew away. And then a last bird that was a little smaller and darker jumped up from the body of that bird and flew away and left on the ground was nothing. Um, So, yeah. So at that point I decided to get out of the car, double check what just happened. And I, I can't describe the actual feeling that, that transpired. It was like, beyond love it's like love but like uber love like mega um and my body was you know went into tingles and i felt static electricity around me and i just knew that i had witnessed a miracle and i i had to come to grips with that fact because like i said i i was not a spiritual officially spiritual person or a religious person and i'm you know a very clinician in mental health so um, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah, I had to just come to grips with that and, and, uh, took me a while to kind of come out of the closet that that experience had happened to me, but it was what happened to me on the inside where the, the most radical change <laughs> happened. Yeah. And, and that it's, that is just, 
Incredible. And so that what an undeniable um, sign. I mean, it's a lot more powerful than seeing uh, the word angel on a license plate or, you know, we see those things like I'll see Metatron written or I'll see an angel on the side of a building when I'm asking, you know, I've had those things, too, where I said, yeah, are you really here? And then I turn a corner and it says angel on the building or, you know, those things, too. And it's like, wow. But to see yeah, a bird, cool. three birds come out. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely not not an average day, and and so it, it it changed every my whole viewpoint of of life essentially just because I know what I saw, and because I saw that, then I know you know I I became an instant believer essentially in miracles, an instant believer in angels, and then the realization that if that is possible with such a simple practice of just opening my heart and giving an honest uh, love and support to this bird. If that's possible, what else is possible? Yes. Okay. So then after that, what, what transpired? Did you, were you just kind of sitting with it or, or did you jump into some spiritual practices or where did you go from there? Yeah. I mean, you know, my life literally became a magical playground immediately after that. So it, and it was not, uh, it was not like a bird dividing into three. It was like inwardly my communication lines with angels really opened up. Um, my communication line with the good voice inside of me, as opposed to the, the tyrannical voice that was, that was usurping, that was leading my entire mm-hmm. inner life for decades. Um, diminished and so it was um just being in in real honest authentic communion with spirit which i didn't really know was possible um and so that voice eventually led me into um i guess being more courageous in how i chose to live my life and and do uh, interesting and more impractical things like um learning about angels <laughs> even more and and eventually uh, inspired me to start talking openly about, about this stuff. And how did your family react when you, now, did you grow up in a Catholic family? Cause you have a Latin background. Did you, was your family Catholic um, or? Well, my family historically is Catholic though. My mother or father weren't particularly religious. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I did go to church a couple of times and, and, you know, they tried ish, but not really. And we were done by yeah. probably the age of eight. <laughs> by the time I was eight, there's, you know, none. so uh, yeah. what did my family, yeah, well, I didn't really, you know, the, the family that mattered was, you know, essentially my husband, like just inside of my house, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, and right. It, probably right. it, it probably took me a while to, talk to him about it again it's like it's it's like a lightning bolt strikes your life and you don't know quite what to do so I just kind of stayed silent I I took my time but secretly I was just having this serious playtime with the with the angel so eventually I mean my luckily my husband's not particularly judgmental I mean he did want to judge Mm -hmm. me the first time I I uh, asked to to, um, take an intuitive training officially and learn more about the angels he's like what are you going to do with that you're going to be a Will you be an angel healer? I'm like, oh, heck no, never. I'm a therapist. I'm never going to do that. Uh, and then within, yeah. <laughs> and then look at me now. I, I teach uh, internationally how to do angel healing. <laughs> right. Yes. 
like, well, and then he's, is he, you, never know. you know, he's probably proud of you now. He's probably pretty proud of you and sees all the, the what you're doing to help people. Yeah, I just, thought I was, he thought I was, you know, crazy. He's like, you're not going to, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do anything, but I just feel pull. I feel this draw. I got to learn more. I'm compelled. And he, you know, so yeah, it was an interesting transition. And I think the more comfortable that I became with it, the more that I shared with more, uh, with other members mm-hmm. of, of my family. I was really careful not to like try and shove this viewpoint down other people's throats, you know? And right, so, right. uh, I kind of kept it under lock and key, and really I started coming out of my closet also in my one-on-one practice, which I was very yeah. hesitant to do, very hesitant yeah. to do because, again, therapy, there's there's codes, there's ethics. You don't start channeling angels in the middle of your session, um, right. and I didn't know what was happening at the time, So, but I would feel the angels then start coming in trying to support this person. I would hear messages of things that they're not talking mm-hmm. about out loud. <laughs> so mm-hmm. eventually I yeah. kind of leap of faith and started sharing and just I would just ask this this simple question, Hey, do you want to try something weird? Because I just I just have to say I feel a presence in here. It's angels and they have a message, would you like to hear it? And so mm-hmm. that um that's kinda of how it started and then eventually was guided to stop doing uh one on one practice here down on the ground and to start kind of moving more uh uh, talk about angels more internationally. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, yeah, and and it it is that little bit of concern of what do people think is the in this and that. But when we want to step into that, it's so powerful, and and people actually most people love it. Now, I don't know if you experienced this, but I had uh, a friend of God. 40, 50, over 50 years a friend. I thought we'd be friends forever, but he, he was very getting more and more, more Christian. And he sent me a text saying, look, you know, what you do is against uh, the Bible and those angels that you talk to, they're really demons. And I've had that happen before. And my husband, I mean, now, right now we're divorced because he claims that I brought demons in our home and um, he just cannot, he says, I cannot accept I cannot accept what you've gotten into. He says, I can't accept it. I will never accept your witchcraft. And uh, the angels are really yeah. demons. And um, uh, and so, you know, I chose if I wanted to stay mainstream and go back to who he wanted me to be and just be a corporate woman working in Beverly Hill or whatever, you know, and not doing my uh, work, staying in my magic and, and channeling my messages, you know, I could have. Yeah. Um, but I have to be me. I didn't come here to let someone else decide and tell me. So, you know, I lost a marriage. I lost um, a best friend. Um, wow. So, wow. yeah, maybe you can talk a little. Maybe the angels have something to say about that. <laughs> because I know there's oh, some boy. people out there that, are, that, that have the same situation or afraid. Like, maybe I won't be accepted or I'll have to lose some people, you know. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, that is, yeah, yeah definitely one of you know, especially in my in my profession, you know, what are people gonna what, what are people gonna say? And you know, I'm on the West Coast, so um, so it's not as I guess you know I, I think people in the Bible Belt really, especially the people that I know that I've trained, you know, they're very like cautious about sharing in their communities. They feel like you know people can mm-hmm. burn across something like that. Um, yeah, but the, you know the bottom line is like you know we are we are here to show up fully to ourselves first, and we're not right. going to please people. We're not going to please everyone, 
But what I've learned is the people who find distaste with the work that I do are not the people I'm yeah. here to serve. And they're not yeah. the people that are going to be able to support me in who I truly am. So for, for right. and, and I've taken, you know, it's taken a while like you did. You, we, we may lose some people, but we're losing them to really worn out antiquated philosophies about what spirit is. And also what I've learned, because I used to be so much more open-minded about religion um, mm-hmm. until I actually experienced the toxicity by, by me just showing up and bringing love and joy and possibility and actual miracles and healing into other people's lives. So it wasn't yeah. until I really experienced um, the, the poison where I, I just was like, wow, I, I felt so sad for people, the terror, the terror that they mm-hmm. have. Um, based on, and I'm just going to say it, these, these principles of colonization that have virtually mm-hmm. nothing to do yeah. with Jesus or with God, but they have to do with right. colonizing people's minds, hearts, and souls and getting them to submit to the ruling class of the time. So drop your gods right. because only one God, our God is that. I mean, it's, colon, it's colonizing language. When it's like everything yeah. that's not my religion is evil. And we mm-hmm. have been, I feel, our souls have been so greatly harmed by this philosophy because, for example, I wrote something on my Facebook, this, on my, on my Facebook page um, celebrating, you know, Halloween as far as, like, connecting with ancestors. And so I am uh, uh, half Mexican, so de, de los muertos and... and and, you know, the mm-hmm. ancestors, so I made this beautiful post about, you know, celebrating your family, the ancestors. And someone in the comments said, oh, it'd be better if you talked about Jesus. And I felt so sad for this man because, like, you have a problem with your own family? Like, is that what your terror has done for you? Like, you can't mm-hmm. celebrate yeah. your, 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 your dead grandmother. Like, that right. level is so irrational <laughs> mm-hmm. when you think about right. it. It's like, what? Like what's more natural and more, um, uh, more beautiful? But we've been kind of cut off at our roots and lost our realization of how spirit is in all things, and it's beautiful and supportive, and you know whether it's angels or ancestors or or you know other beings, because uh, we know that uh, that that uh, the Christians have not cornered the market on on love, and and we know that. You know, when you really look at the folks and the belief systems that have caused that have caused the most damage, the most harm on the planet, we know what religion did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so and 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 I know, and, yeah, and what's well, evil? and I do know that, that that's right, right, and they and some uh, some Christians that are the very uh, the radical ones, like my friend, uh, they they're very. Um, uh, upset, well, let's see, obsessed with demons. I mean, everything's a demon. Everything's evil. It's like, well, why can't you, why are they so, they're so concerned about that? It's very, just more of dark and, like you said, kind of depressing and dark and sad. It's not uplifting and, and happy. And why are there just demons around you? Why aren't there uh, your ancestors and spirits and angels and, and uplifting? Instead, it's always only demons around you. So it's like, well... I mean, it's, That's not yeah, what I, I know. It's really experience. Yeah. It's, it's uh it's the same as um 
terror stricken by cults, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's devastating when the, when it's generational indoctrination, then we forget that all religions start. Uh, the only difference between a religion and a cult is that one is bigger and one is older. And, mm-hmm. and, and so, so it's like, you know, when you see what indoctrination is, and again, like I have had, I've gone through this whole iteration of, of awarenesses about these just because, you know, I didn't come in against religion at all. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I've always had a fondness for Jesus, really for all, all religions. I'm so curious about them. <clears throat> and I love the, the love inside of them. So it's always been peculiar that many Christians do not present with love. They present mostly with fear. But then, I, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, understanding how indoctrination works and, and, and you know, when, when these old doctrines became perverted, um, and abused really by the, those in power. Yeah. And still, and still, and still do. And I, there, it was interesting because there was a, a, a pastor um, up in Washington state that I had seen online and I loved some of the things he was saying and he was on fire and I saw him, saw him on the internet and I thought, Oh, maybe I'll, I'll just, I'll go because I liked him. I liked how strong he was. And, and, um, uh, especially during during COVID, he's like, we're not, you're not going to shut us our, us down, and we will congregate, and we will be free. And all of a sudden, I thought, well, maybe I'll just go. And then I went on the website and looked, and and the things that you know, okay, to be a part of this church, you we believe this, and you need to believe this too. And one of them was, you know, about homosexuals being this is sin and uh, blah, and you know, and, and I'm like, no, I don't agree with that. I don't want to go and sit in a place that has the, you know, it was very, uh, yeah, it felt bad. Yeah. You know, I said, no, I'm not going to go sit in, yeah. sit in a place that says that. Yeah. So, um, it was a shame. I felt kind of like, gosh, he has so many good things there and exciting uh, things to say, but then that, that was there. And I said, ah, you know, that's what I love about spirituality is we create, we craft it the way we, we feel and we want to and include the things that are beautiful and nobody tells us the rules or you have to think this way or you're not in the club um, so I right. that. that's what the it, angels teach us. Yeah. It's that, yeah. yeah. It's like that, the toxic, uh, exclusivity of some of these things, yeah. like you have to be perfect and righteous and pious. And, and, you know, I, I, I just, of course I have to call BS on that because I had a radical, beautiful experience of, of love that changed my, my life. And it happened when I was in the throes of, you know, drinking a bottle of tequila every two, two days. I was suffering. I never mm. had to proclaim the name Jesus as my Lord and Savior in order to experience uh, this level of rebirth. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I talk about this to uh, other, uh, you know, people of faith, you know, depending on which vibration they're, they're running on, they're either running on love and inclusivity or they're running in judgment and fear. Mm-hmm. And the ones yeah. that, that see, see, they're threatened by the fact that, uh, that all of us have equal access to the same source. And that is yes. so sad. That is so sad, regardless of sexuality, regardless of skin color, regardless of even belief system. Right. I didn't have a belief right. system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so, um, okay. So I love all this. Now you start, you're working with the angels and, and in your book, I like, you know, I, I'm, I love this because this is thing, these are things that I used to do, but going through a lot of the stuff I've been d- dealing with personally and all that, I've kind of 
things got a little bit on the wayside, but I'm so excited for 20, uh, 2023 to work with your book, um, Angel Wealth Magic. And it's, you know, you talk about having your altar of wealth, a grimoire, which is a, a journal and and maybe even work it with sigils and then you give specific angels to work with and to to bring uh abundance and wealth in and you have a story uh you brought in i think what was it 150,000 or 100 something thousand out of the blue or tell yeah. your story that how you yeah oh, it's yeah so it's during covid and uh that first lockdown both my kids uh had to stay home all of a sudden and, you know, during that time, that, that was really intense for all of us, just wrapping our mind around what was happening and, you know, finding our anchor. So I made a conscious decision not to launch a program that usually might earn me up to, you know, a, a, a couple hundred thousand dollars and just chose to focus on the other aspect of my business um, because that particular program takes a lot of time and energy when I'm running it. So... I decided to drop that one, and instead, you know, as I'm talking to Spirit, I was guided to do to work with the angels as usual when I'm in a tight spot, and to do um, to do a wealth uh, mag- do some wealth magic for myself. So that's what I did, and I um, did a little research, looked in some of the old um, places where some of the more classical, old school magicians w- were working with angels, and found one. Found, um, found angels and allies that uh, historically have been used for wealth. And so I, I channeled a process and um, kind of pulled all these resources together, set up an 11-day ritual, and I did it. And then within – and I asked for $200,000, I want to be clear, which was ridiculous mm-hmm. at the time. I knew it was ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to work. And I told my husband, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And he's like, yeah. he's like, so you're going to do magic instead of work, work on that program? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wish me luck. <laughs> Wish me luck. And then, you know, within a couple of weeks, yeah, I received um, some funding, $150,000 worth of funding, um, pretty much out of nowhere, within two weeks. Um, and, and I could not. I was so, like, I want to say devastated, but in a good way. <laughs> I just, it's like I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my brain around that. And, and you know, it was definitely a financial miracle. And, uh, and really, the only difference between magic and miracles is, is really nothing. Um, not, not really. It's just, right. Um, our, our, it's a false dichotomy kind of brought on, again, by colonization. But, um but you know, it's just spirit allying with us and helping to support and it us as a, they always have. Yeah, and the money was a. You said in your book, it's a loan. It's a loan. It was a loan, basically business loan that you. But you didn't have to pay it back, and you didn't even apply for one or something like that. You I said, didn't but, even apply. I have no recollection. Right. But apparently, I don't. I don't know. I don't know the process. It may have happened. I mean, I still don't. As as you can imagine. I did. I did my best to try and understand what happened. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was quite wonderful. And and the thing is, is that I felt so um, kind of like again the presence of love and support, which is such a hallmark of when we work with spirit and in tandem with spirit. And so yeah. 
I, yeah, went into ceremony because I couldn't believe it. And that's not something you could just go run in the streets and call everybody and be like, guess what? Because there's a lot of people suffering, right? And so I'm also very conscious of like, you know, like, but you do want to scream that from the rooftop. So, (laughs) um, like, spirit's real, you guys, get this going, do it, do it. Uh, but, you know, so I went into a ceremony that night to give offerings to spirit, to the angels, to the ancestors, to any allies that helped throughout that, that process, helped open up the, the pathway for that to happen. And then I got the real intuition about the reason why this worked for you is because you're meant to spread this, this information. Mm. Um, and was, yeah. Uh, to, and, right. To, to like help others who, you know, like I grew up in the hood, all right, so both my parents were super poor, to help other people yeah. crack the code um, in really simple and practical ways. But really, my, my foundation and all the work that I do is really the goal is to get people to understand they're not alone and that they have support, like have, they have wild, miraculous, magical support. Right, and I think you had to, you manifested such a large amount to really show. Otherwise, if you just said, well, I manifested an extra thousand bucks or an extra, you know, or five thousand, it's, it's like, okay, well, anybody, you know, that could have happened. But the, this was a fantastical amount to really um, highlight how magical and how, how, you know, that it is. So I love that, that it was this amazing amount. Uh, yeah, um, it, it, it was like, it, it was so, it, it's, yeah, it was so it was so weird. It's still it's still it's still something. It's still spectacular. Just the timing of that was just in, okay. So so yeah. So I I decided to share the process with a friend of mine and then um, one of my nieces. And my friend she manifested. I think it was ten thousand dollars. And then my niece manifested twenty five thousand dollars. And this is all within the same two week period. So, I mean, you know, yeah. they, they did the process within two weeks. Within two weeks. Um, so, so then I was like, okay, I got to teach this, you know, for real. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And so you yeah, and had looked up. Yeah. It's, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I know I was just saying that you, when you were, you know, deciding to do this, you had done some research on, on you know, these manifestation things. So uh, did you, you must have tweaked it and kind of made it into your own to share, like your own 11-day wealth ritual, like you brought different things. Yes. Like, wh- did you do some channeling from the angels and they told you what to put in or, like, how did it come about? Yeah, well, here's what I did is, like, I looked into um, – uh, uh, into classical magicians' uh, work and their mm-hmm. descriptions of angels. And so I compiled a list of all the ones that I could find, and then I felt into each one and felt which one wanted to kind mm-hmm. of align, wanted to participate in this particular um, mm-hmm. ritual. And so, so mm-hmm. I just pulled those and then, um, connected with them, made sure, you know, just kind of gave, gave them a good little feel, uh, and then mm-hmm. went about it. Again, when I was doing it, it was just for me. It wasn't like this, this pressure of having to do it for, for any, you know, anybody else. So it was just, you know, me and my own mm-hmm. personal parties with me, me and the angels. <laughs> mhm. I love it. I'm so excited to do it. <laughs> Um, and it's all in here, and there's a bunch of different angels for different different uh, different things. Even like um, uh, 
taking your business to the next level or even people who may be sending you some hate, you know, or um, like there's that one, um, Aladia, Aladia Angel, the, I think that might have been one of the first ones in the book. And it's abund- it helps with abundance and also helps shed, uh, shield the negativity from others or negative responses to the work that you're doing, which I like because I was talking about how, you know, I had gotten yeah. some. Now, I don't get too much, but um, too much negativity put at me. But if once you step into your truth and what you're doing and who you are, there'll always be some people who want to do some pushback. So it's good to have these angels that uh, shield you from that. And yeah. I usually call on Archangel Michael, but but that's an angel I hadn't uh, heard of. So that's that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, that's what's um, great about these angels um, is that, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I knew of these angels, but I don't, you know, know them. And I still don't know all their, you know, even the ones that I used by heart. Um, but, uh, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I mean, again, traditionally, and their names are formulations of the names of God as well. So um, mm. that's what's cool about uh, so many of them. But, yeah, um, with the angels that I listed, uh, for a lot of us, it it is, uh, yeah, a lot of us don't show up fully because we are afraid of the negativity. But the thing is, is like, if you yeah. play your cards right and do it right, you will make some people upset. And that's a good sign. Yes. You're telling the truth, finally. Yeah. You're telling the truth, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But we're sensitive, you know, a lot of us are so sensitive. So, you know, for the book, I added other angels in here because Spirit was really clear that they wanted to connect with the heart-centered folks. And a lot of heart-centered folks are um, really afraid of, what's the word, um, putting ripples in the water, upsetting people. Mm-hmm. And it takes up a lot of strength and resilience. Uh, so we ta- we have angels in there to help with confidence and to help with, um, you know, re- just getting rid of bullies <laughs> and things like right. that. But also, yeah. Uh, yeah, also angels to help, you know, dial you into your really your heart-centered vision and to help you move from your heart when it comes to not just attracting cash, but creating sustainable wealth based in your mission. Yes, and for anybody who sometimes there'll be people who say, "Oh, you shouldn't be doing using angels and stuff to get rich and da da da, and it's bad and selfish." But we can't help other people if we're broke or poor or struggling or scrambling. You know, we we the only way we can help others is from that place of the overflow and and the abundance. So it's just energy, and I think it's absolutely powerful and beautiful. Um, and then you have invocations every day. So, like, I'll just share the day one invocation. So, you guys, when you go through her book, there's it, she really takes you step by step on on what to do. So it's really fun. And the, so the first day invocation, you'll just say, "Creator of all that is, the angels and allies of wealth, and especially you, dear Archangel Raziel, I ask you to open the portal of direct communication between me and the angelic realm. I ask that this channel be held in the energy and with the protection and strength of the Creator." I ask that my intention of, and then you state your intention, be heard and fulfilled with swiftness and grace, and that any materialization of wealth lead me closer to love and to my mission. This is the beginning. I now open the way. Thank you, Raziel. Ooh, I'm getting all teary, Corinne, saying this because it's, it is just what I had said. It will lead you closer to love and to your mission of whatever you want to do in the world. So yes. this is great. <laughs> Yeah, that that is my goal. Yeah, 
or or at least a goal for this to really open people's minds to to like the, the abundant resources come from just exciting, inspiring ideas and love and and that just makes mm. you attractive and a good bedfellow with with our spirit team, you know, because they they really celebrate folks moving from the heart, committing to love and creating a life wrapped in love. And they were really clear that a lot of spiritual folks misunderstand what spirit is and this spirituality is. And they come at it from a place of, um, I guess, kind of floppy, kind of floppy, saggy, energetically, like, Oh, little small me. And, and they're saying uh, economic power is as important as spiritual power and especially mm-hmm. if we, because we live in the system that we live in which is no fault of our own in order for us to thrive and not just thrive but in order for us mm-hmm. to be able to tip the balance back into the heart back into soul we need funding to yeah. fund the right causes to fund the right causes the right kind of leaders the right organizations and also to fund our own heart-centered dreams so that we can serve in our best and highest way. Right. And I think it's, it's important to be loving what you do. I mean, the, one of the worst things, and I, you know, used to work in jobs that I didn't like and I'd want to get out of it. And, and I think um, working with this too, and getting into what you really want to want to do. Some people just hate, I heard that, more heart attacks, more people drop dead on Monday mornings than any other day. It's because, oh, you know, Sunday night they're already feeling depressed that they're having to go, their weekend's over and they're having to go to work. And then Monday morning comes and, they, and uh, you know, some people literally would rather drop dead than go to their job that they, they don't like. And so uh, working with the angels and bringing, I did a lot of rituals when I wanted to get into my, be my own boss and have my own business. And I, and it did work yeah. for, for me. Yeah, it did. And I, I became, that's all what I wanted to do. And I, I would write down um, my affirmations and I wrote, um, you know, in my journal and I af- affirmed and I, I did a lot of things. And, and um, it was my big thing was I want to work at home in my yoga pants, uh, you know, working at my desk. And, and I even said, I want to look, and I, the house that I wanted to, um, that my husband and I bought together that we were trying to buy. And I put down every, and we didn't have a huge budget. I mean, we had a limit on how much we could, um, spend and, you know, Cal- Los Angeles is very uh, expensive. So I had put down every, I put down, I wanted to have hardwood floors, a fireplace, uh, a swimming pool, granite countertops in the kitchen, uh, two car garage, three bedrooms, um, a mantle for for the uh, above the fireplace. Um, I had all these details, and I might have had a few more. And um, the house that we got had every single of those details. And I was even willing to okay, if it doesn't have a pool, that's okay. But it did. It had an amazing pool, and every single detail was there. And we and it was at a higher price a little out of our budget, but then the, the realtor called and said, Hey, they're, they're going to drop the price for you by 10 grand and you can put down blah, blah, blah. I mean, it just all came in and, and I was consistently writing down what I wanted it to look like working with the spirit guides and, and magic. And it does come ah. into fruition because we, because we are magic, we are energy and we are connected. 
Yeah, you know, I'm just think the angels are like prompted me to ask you for people who feel a lot of uh, humans feel like, okay, we are this, you know, human separated from everything. There's no, it's not possible. You can't talk to spirits. You can't, what, there's nothing else out there. It's just uh, very like we're in this meat suit, but we're, that's what all we are. But um, yeah, just talk a little bit about anybody who's kind of confused about that. Um, our energetic, you know, we've got this energetic imprint where we're in and out of the body and we're connecting with, with other beings and stuff or just whatever you want to say on that for somebody who kind of doesn't, has a hard time to understand how we can communicate. Well, I, I just want to, uh, I think I'm just kind of being encouraged to let any, any people who, who don't think that's possible to know that they're doing it all the time and, and whether they're conscious of it or not, or whether they call that what it is or not. Um, all of us have had experiences where we were just thinking of someone and then that person called. Um, mm-hmm. And so are interconnected. If you really start paying attention, uh, your thoughts are often reflected in your newsfeed. <laughs> so you're thinking something and then you yeah. look at the newsfeed and wow, that's not something I was just seeing. Or, um, so we, you know, if you just simply notice, you know, there right. is a connection. Right. And physics has already shown that the only illusion is physical reality. If you really yeah. look at everything underneath these microscopes, it's energy particles that can maybe change a little bit based on our intention. And so there's it's all kinds of emerging sciences looking at this, you know, physics, you know, science and spirituality, yet another false dichotomy that we have to, you know, mm-hmm. bridge the gap here. So for me, you know, what, what helped was just keeping an open mind about it, you know? It's like, well, it's possible. Yeah. Now, I have, I have trained people all over the world, from all over the world in intuitive uh, medicine, working with angels, uh, working also with ancestors and developing their ability to hear spirit so that they can know how to adjust their lives and, and really kind of dial into, like, you know, the best option for them in life. So, so I have never had someone who is not able to do this work. We are designed mm. for it. We're for it. And that's why I was saying earlier about how colonization kind of cut us off by the root because all mm-hmm. of our ancestors, no matter where you're from, no matter where your people are from on the planet, had this dialed in. They knew. Yes. They knew. The world was alive. They knew that their ancestors were real. They knew that the mountain was listening, that the sky beings were there. <laughs> they knew. And they knew how to work their magic to find food, to uh, summon rain, to do all of these miraculous things. Or we can call them magical things. Um, but it is truly our birthright. Magic is infused in our DNA. It has been from the beginning. It's only, you know, in the last couple thousand years where we were cut off from mm-hmm. that. But the previous tens yeah. of thousands of years humans existed, we knew how to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it was power. They wanted you, the, the church that was uh, created wanted you to just go to them and, and you go through them. So you pay them, you know, put your money in the plate and you, you do what they say. And so that was, they wanted to, to make it bad yeah. if you were direct. Yeah. A direct channel. Yeah. Um, you have some, need a middle. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We I don't need the middleman. As, as if we need a middleman who's yeah. going to interpret a doctrine and tell me what the truth of that is. That is, it's ridiculous. 
it's it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing this as a, as a, as a mystic, an accidental mystic. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so it, yeah. it moves to me, and now now it's like well, you know, it's like you can see how so much of how things are done is just out of manipulation. But even the people doing yeah. them today, they don't remember because it happened generations ago. And so people right. inherited the cult, and so they don't know. It, yeah. you know it'd be the same as, if, you know, the, the other cults were successful in, in really. So, you know, we know why Christianity is, is, is so prevalent, and it's not because Jesus is, like, the, the only thing. It's because the people were violent and, and took mm-hmm. lands that didn't belong and, and murdered, you know, millions of people. Yeah. And so yes. how put that in not that I'm blaming Jesus, because it's always the people. It's the people. Not well, but Jesus. Jesus didn't didn't start the Catholic Church. It was really it was he he was doing his teachings, but then they decided to make him the thing, and then you know, like put, have the um, what do you call it? Like that only belongs to to them, and he's our teacher. He you have a you have a, a course on your website that looks beautiful. You can get instant access to unlock your divine healing power with Jesus and the archangels. And um, I love this manifest miracles with divine healers, Jesus and the archangels in this healing activation training. I'll show you how to embody your magic and ignite your innate healing power. For me, I'm an, I'm an energy healer and Jesus was the, you know, an energy healer and a, and a mystic and a medium. And he, when he was getting his messages, he was doing mediumship and channeling and all of that. And yeah. I just love it. Yeah. I just love it. So, can you imagine someone that. who's like someone who's a heart master who he he you know he had his own unique connection with spirit he heard mm-hmm. a different voice than the people of the time and and started moving his life in that direction doing his teachings can you imagine like if it was you or me or it's like we're doing our best to bring love into the world and then you find out mm-hmm. you know that millions have been slaughtered in your name like right, right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people would hate what we're saying, but, you know, <laughs> that's what I happened there. I know. I've slowly been getting the courage. You know, I used to kind of placate early, maybe about seven years ago. But after seeing especially what's happening just around the world and, and how, yeah. how toxic belief systems are like these beliefs right. some, they can be so toxic depending on who's wielding them and you know and that's why I just I encourage people to forge their own connection an authentic one not just coming from the head or you know just you know thinking about mm-hmm. things but opening up your heart to really receive you know the love that's there because you cannot um, build walls when you have that love you cannot you cannot build walls um, and, and, and spread hate, well, you know, like, mm-hmm. that. It's just, like for me, it's just created mostly sadness for the people that are suffering from, for, I guess, the, the, the generations of terror that has been brought upon all, you know, so many of us. Yeah, and it's funny because some of the, a couple, you know, the, a couple of people who would say say to me, "Oh, well, y'all, those those uh, messages you get and those angel connections and your guides and stuff, it's really they're really it's angels. They're tri- they're demons. They're tricking you and they're pretending to be angels." I said, "Well, geez, um, 
I've been doing this now since 2013 and bringing beautiful messages and helping people and people will email me and say how wonderful it is. And I only get beautiful messages. So since 2013, they've been tricking me. I mean, when are they going to, um, you know, set the bomb off? When are they going <laughs> to light me on fire? You know, if it's, it's like, what do you, what do you mean? You know, what tricking me to do for what that saying all these beautiful, beautiful things. So, um, I know. Anyway. Yeah. The, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I was sharing, um, I was, it was on this like post and I was kind of saying, I was sharing that, you know, my experience as spirit and, and, you know, the love and the beauty and the bounty and the mercy and the grace and all of this joy and all this stuff that has happened since I've been working with angels. And this lady of course was so threatened by what I, what I said, cause I didn't mention Jesus in there and, you know, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, you're dancing with the devil and the kundalini power. And I'm like, did I say anything about kundalini? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to burn in a, you know, lake of some fire or something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm mm-hmm. just like, Boy. she doesn't even know me yet condemning me right. to hell. And I just felt so mm-hmm. sad for her because that was her, that, that was her like base reaction to someone's testimony yeah. of love. Right. Yep. That, that's yeah. the of what I believe Jesus preached. Yes, exactly. It is. Gosh, so, so oh, wild. So, so wild. So thank you so much for spending this time with me. And you guys go to Corinne's website. It's it's uh, linked up uh, at the show notes as well as the book, but it's corinnegrillo.com, C-O-R-I-N-G-R-I-L-L-O. Dot com and are you on uh, Instagram too? I am. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, and I'm starting to get a little TikTok going. I mean, I'm going to start, I'm gonna start oh. doing more in about a month, but yeah, I'm thinking of doing the TikTok as well. I do do the Instagram Reels every day, but I'm thinking about the TikTok. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you can just repurpose yeah. those. Whatever you're doing, Instagram, just pop them on TikTok. That's, okay, they are that way. I see a lot of TikToks going on to Instagram, but I didn't know that you could put your Instagram reels on. To t- I guess you can. So we'll be I can't. That. There's so many places to be. <laughs> I, so know, I know, I know. But TikTok is great. Because, yeah, TikTok, will, it'll instantly, I think you can just choose to put them on Instagram and uh, somewhere else, I think, at the same time. So, And, and, and on um, YouTube, the YouTube shorts, people put up their TikToks up there too. So it's kind of fun. Yes. All right. Well, thank you. And I will, I will be probably maybe in the new year, I'll have you back on after I do my um, 11 day, uh, you know, go through this, the angel wealth magic and report back what happened. And, uh, and anybody listening, if you want, if you do it and you want to email me, you know, go to my website, marlamartinson.com and you can email me through there and let me know your experiences of it. And uh, we can share that, you know, when we talk to Corinne again, share what happened and, and angel stories and all of that. How does that sound? It sounds fun, huh? All right. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much. And everyone, I'm sending everyone much love and a beautiful holiday season. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker or my website, 
MarlaMartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.